Welcome to the Reticle Up Podcast, where I, Three Gun Kenzie, will be interviewing competitive shooters, hunters, fishermen, archers, entrepreneurs, and outdoorsmen. Come learn with me as I interview people from all walks of life, in different disciplines, all across the world, from novices to professionals of all ages. No matter what, everyone has something they can teach you. So come join me on the journey. Welcome back to Red Club Podcast, everyone. I've got Alan Scavetta on the episode this week. We're going to talk about a ton of stuff. Alan, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this will be a hoot and a half, I think. Um, <laughs> you darn tootin'. Yeah, darn tootin'. Uh, for people that don't know, and I'll probably forget some things, you're a Second Amendment, I would say, influencer, a writer now, content creator. Yep. Is there anything else, hobby-wise, I don't know, that you do? I uh, used to be an EMT. Um, my wife got has horses, and so I'm guilty by association. Um, used to do drift cars, racing, that kind of whole ordeal back when I was younger. Um, sports, uh, I was big into sports, played football, hockey, lacrosse. Um, those are kind of like my bread and butter. I box for a little bit. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much about it. Awesome. Well, and now I have a kid, so that's my life. <laughs> yeah, new dad, which is awesome. That's so cool. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, diving backwards, I want to go way back, kind of. Yeah. Um, you, The Instagram name for people following is something like a boss. Uh, why did you decide to kind of get on social media? How did you pick that username? You know, was this always kind of in the cards or how did that come about? Essentially, the only reason I actually started Instagram was because I was tired of Facebook. <laughs> and that was back when Instagram was still just kind of pictures and whatever you posted, it wasn't necessarily a whole lot of drama. It was just literally pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, well, I mean, that's half of what Facebook was at at that time. And so I kind of started diving a little bit deeper, looking at the different people that, I mean, I was following at the time, like uh, Bubba's Blasters and some like the OG people there. Um, Pretty much I was like, oh, I could do this. So literally when I turned 18, I started posting more uh, guns and stuff like that versus just kind of like everyday life. When I got actually into Instagram, I was Pretty much just like I said, posting pictures of anything that I thought was cool. Um, and that's kind of where I was a teenager. And I was like, hmm, what's some, a name that I can come up with that's different? <laughs> so I was like, well, some like a boss. I can't believe it wasn't taken either. I mean, it is. No, really I, I name. Just the same exact thing. I was like, huh, all right, well, I'm going with that one then. <laughs> there's a little, really no rhyme or reason to it. It's just pretty much essentially like, what well, can I find the name that's not goofy and kind of something different? Right. Right. Well, and so you mentioned you've, you've got your EMT experience and stuff. And like, I kind of want to know um, where, where you, I guess, took off into investing really into yourself on creating the content, starting to write, like, when was this kind of a full-time gig? And for people listening, like, what did it take for you to switch over and make this a reality? Really? So when I first got into like the medical field and stuff like that, what pushed me into there, that aspect was I was going to go to the military uh, when I was younger, when I was 18, I got hit by a drunk driver, shattered my hip socket, broke the ball in my femur in half, um, which obviously put me out of the running for the, going to the mil- uh, military. And then from that point, I was like, okay, well, what's next? I still wanted to help people. I still wanted to, I guess, serve, per se, mm-hmm. if you will. And so that's where I was like, well, I like uh, medicine. I, um, the fact that all the doctors were pretty much like, oh, you can't do this anymore. You can't do that anymore because of your hip injury. I felt like I've always pushed the envelope a little bit more than others. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's see what I can do. So did my own PT, did my own kind of therapy and rehab and everything like that. And that's kind of what got me into saying, you know what, 
I bet I can do this for more people. And so I ended up kind of going down that route and wanting to see what I could do about helping people to better themselves and to kind of put forth the effort into making themselves the best they can be. Um, and then from there, stemming to that, kind of leaving the medical field into doing social media and Instagram and uh, influencing full time was pretty much my kid. Honestly, yeah. um, I've been in the industry for the past 10 years or so. Yeah, I just turned 29. So yeah, a little bit over 10 years. Um, and it was almost a no brainer. I've had people ask me in the past, look, why don't you do this full time? And I never really liked doing a hobby as a job because then it kind of takes the fun out of it. Um, and then that's where I pretty much was like, you know what, I'm having a kid. I need to start working from home. And what's the next, uh, how do I get to that point? And that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. No, I like that you pointed out not wanting to take the hobby and, and make it a career because I think I suffer from, well, I know I do, burnout for sure. And like, oh, yeah. there are really good days. Like yesterday was a great day getting to shoot the Gen 12 shotgun. And it's like, oh yeah. my God, I get to do this. Sure. But, for, a job, for a living. Right. But then there exactly. are days where it's eight hour day filming. You're exhausted. You're hungry. Mm. You just don't even, you know what I mean? And then it's, it Absolutely. is work. It's like, I don't even want to shoot now. <laughs> or even you go out to the range and nothing works. Nothing's working. I mean, it's, whether it's something's not sighted in, whether there's products not working, whatever it is, it's just an off day. And you're like, you know what? This sucks. But then you have to think about it. You have to look back and reflect and like, you know what? A lot of people are stuck at work all day or stuck in a cubicle or stuck doing something that they really don't want to do. So it's it's got its ups and downs, I would say. It's a little bit of a juggle, but it, it's fun. I, I cannot complain and I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. 100%. 100%. You know, and I like the. I know we were talking way back when about um, kind of changing into the full-time gig. Mm -hmm. And I know you work with a ton of brands. I want to dive into that. But also just yeah. like you've shown up. And I know I have too, but you and I have shown up and I've seen you at... The Gundy's NRA. I've seen you go to GunCon. Um, you know, like, what does it take for you to just show up and start meeting and networking with with a lot of these people and how things just kind of fall into place without you intentionally doing that, you know? Honestly, it's you get what you put into it uh, or you get out what you put in. I mean, essentially, if you're wanting to get into the industry, you're wanting to kind of go to these different events that people are putting on and stuff like that you have to actually put forth some effort. I mean, you. so for example, um, when I went to my first event, I want to say it was actually with Big Daddy Unlimited. Um, or not Big Daddy Unlimited. Yeah, I think it was Big Daddy Unlimited, BDU. I was their first epic shoot. And I essentially, I kept telling myself, oh, I'm going to go to these events. I'm going to go to these events. And then I never would just because of money or I don't, I can't get the time off of work or there's various excuses and reasons that you can kind of give yourself to not go to something. And I pretty much was like, you know what? I'm going. And ever since then I, I met uh, Mike, I shoot guns. I met Garrett, um, weapon vault and a lot of these other influencers that I had been following and been talking to for years. And it was really odd because I showed up and like, I kind of, you see all these different familiar faces and you start actually talking to people and you're like, Hey, I know you, or at least I've been talking to you for years and I feel like I know you. And really the relationships just take off like no other. Um, you find that it's a very easy thing. I feel like a, a birds of a feather flock together, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially a family. I mean, I've met people on and throughout this industry that literally showed up to my baby shower, um, <laughs> that I've are long time lifelong friends now. Yeah. Um, granted, you're, I don't talk to some of the people that are literally down the street from me, <laughs> but I talk to a lot of these people almost every single day. Um, they're great people. And I mean, the industry is a very tight knit group. I mean, 
typically if you get along with somebody, one of the, one person, you're going to meet somebody else that's their friend or that gets along with them and you're going to kick it off right off the bat. Yeah. And so it's a matter of, again, you pretty much get out what you put into it. So it's like, if you kind of sit in the back and you don't go to any of these events, you don't try to meet people, mingle and things like that, you're never going to really grow. Now, you alternative, you kind of go to these events, even if it's your first one, you're going by yourself, it can be nerve wracking, but you go in, kind of figure out what you want to get out of it, whether it's networking. So meeting new people, uh, meeting some of these or seeing some new products. I mean, that's obviously at all the events. That's what we go to for. Um, But even then being just kind of being more sociable and breaking out of that shell and being able to pretty much show people what you bring to the table yeah, and kind of run with it from there. I don't know if you've experienced this or not, but there are certain people that I feel like gatekeep a lot of things or they don't want to share. And absolutely. Absolutely. Can you speak to how much room there is at the table for everyone? Because even like for me, I was so excited to introduce you to wideners that I've been working with. You're writing with them. It's like, why are why are there some people though still in this industry or space that don't give other people an opportunity? Don't, you know, refer someone, Mm -hmm. connect Mm -hmm. someone. Like it's sad. I mean Again, you can kind of look at it in, I think, all the different industries. It's like, for some reason, we like to eat our own. And Mm -hmm. we like to think we're this special person or kind of have this ego, in a sense. And I feel like the people that do do the gatekeeping, I mean, there's more people that work for that company. And so it's not necessarily, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of companies are smaller. And so there's not a lot of people there. But typically, you're going to meet somebody that either has... um, a relationship with that company or already does something with the company and they say, Hey, you know what? Let me introduce you to so-and-so. And that kind of gets around that gatekeeper per se. Um, but then on the other hand is just time. I yeah. mean, this is a, with this being a small industry, it's a very, uh, I guess, I don't know if lucrative is the right word. Um, but it's a very fast paced. So it's, there's a lot of things changing, a lot of moving parts all the time. And so yes. just because you meet, one person in one company doesn't mean that same person is going to be at another company here within six months yep. to a year. Yep. yep. Um, so that's, that's where it also comes down to going to these different events, meeting everybody, talking to different people, just because you know, one person doesn't mean that you can't knock that conversation or knock that uh, relationship because you're going to show up and they're going to introduce you to two to three other people. Right. And that's where kind of things tie into each other is it's a matter of, the consistency, I want to say as well. So it's not just going to one event. I mean, you got to continuously go. You, like I said, you're also keeping up with the new products. You're keeping up with the new people. You're keeping up with the trends. Um, Everything that you see on Instagram, you see real time in real life, essentially. Yeah. hundred percent. It's kind of fun how much stuff we know about ahead of time before it comes out. And it's so like, and some of the stuff that doesn't even come out that we know about before you're like, where did this, where was this at? (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yep. Like something failed, something went wrong or like, Oh, exactly. back to the drawing board. <laughs> yep. Yep. But there's, there's a lot where manufacturers too, that the other stuff with like, uh, there's enough room at the table is yeah. One gun might come out, but that one gun is going to go to a bunch of different people for different perspectives, different purposes exactly. and different, different like styles. I mean, yes. that's the biggest thing. I mean, especially with the influencing, yep. having your own style, I can't stress that enough. I mean, obviously go, go with the trends, go with the things that are kind of uh, popping up that are new because obviously everybody likes it but I mean ultimately go with something that you can fit and you're like you know what this is what I like to do and I'm, trying not, I'm trying not to laugh because your style 
I, so I like fun. to have fun. That's the biggest, that was one of the biggest things when I started this is I was like, I, yes, I'm going to keep or do it for a full-time job, but I want to still have fun with it. The yeah. minute you take away the fun aspect out of it, there's, it's, what's the point? Your latest video trying on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like great. So for people that don't follow you yet, they need to go follow you. Um, and and he gave me a demo, guys, at this at NRA is that he literally sticks his phone in his mouth to film, oh, yeah. you know, his drawing from conceal. Like there we go. If you're on video, this is how this is how Alan makes the magic happen. That's it. That's it. Right there. All you <laughs> need is a phone. Easy. I mean, you can come up with some of these elaborate rigs. I mean, they're at, I I give you props. I mean, it's really cool to come up with this innovation and stuff, but I try to, I'm easy. <laughs> I try to do think outside the box. I'm like, you know what? I can do this right here. Think. I don't I'm need a head rig or a chest rig or any of that. Whose thong did you put on? Did you buy that or is that your wife's? You kidding me? Of course. Aerodynamics. That's, that's not yours. Absolutely. It might have been my wife's. That's <laughs> <laughs> i So anyways, the, the, it, it is entertaining and fun. And you have a style. You've got everyday carry to you dumps where it's all these cool guns, knives. I mean, everything that you you have on you. So, you know, that that kind of style, is that something that you started with like way back? Because I've never scrolled all the way down. Yeah. So, yeah. so essentially, like I said, I wanted to try to be different. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to bring more light to it. I mean, as firearms are serious, as the 2A is a very serious um thing and aspect in people's lives i mean there's also time to have fun there's also time to play just like anything else i mean working in the medical field i mean you'd be surprised on how much time we spend just shooting the shit together i mean just having a good time and decompressing i mean you get a stressful call whether it's a car accident whatever i mean there's tons of different stressful calls and things that you can put into place but it's a matter of decompressing and saying damn that was crazy Mm -hmm. And just being able to kind of come back, recollect your thoughts, your emotions and everything like that and kind of keep pushing forward. Because, I mean, just because you had one stressful call doesn't mean that's the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, that could be your first call of the day, which was a doozy. But then you got to move on with the next 12 hours of your shift, 12 hours plus, depending yeah. on what's, what departments you're at or what's going on. And so it's it's just a matter of being able to push through and with whatever adversity is coming towards you as far as what you're going through throughout that day. It's about just having a good time and putting a smile on your face and mm -hmm. others if you're, if you're able to. Yeah. Yeah. So when you started posting and everything, like, do you remember the first time like a company or maybe you do reached out to you and wanted to like collaborate, work with you, send you stuff? Like when did this start of sort of start taking off with the collaborations? I would say probably one of the first companies, I don't even know if they're still around, um, North Star Arms. Um, they do have a sister company that is... Uh, pro fence, pro fence. So they do mini guns and stuff like that. Um, their civilian market kind of went away because they're just doing more government contracts and stuff like that. But they also have an aviation group that's linked into like the trifecta, if you will. <laughs> um, but that was one of, I think one of the first companies that I ever started working with. And they pretty much were like, yeah, man, we like your content. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and send you out one of our new rifles that we're going to um, start doing. And they actually sent out two. They sent out their pistol and their rifle that they ended up doing uh, for a little bit. And I, from there, it kind of just took off. Um, and even before that, one of my buddies, um, so my old account it got, had gotten taken down. He pretty much was like, you realize what you're, what you're doing, right? And I was like, no, I had no idea. He said, well, once you hit 10,000 followers, typically that's pretty big. And you can kind of go farther from that and get paid for it even down the road. And so he's really one of the pe people that pushed to do that. I had no idea. I was just posting pictures to have fun. <laughs> um, and then shortly after that is when I started getting 
different firearms then for whether it's T&E, keeping it, um, reviews, just different stuff and just trying to try it out. And then I kind of got more down into like the customization of everything. And I was like, you know what? Let's make this more of my own thing, customize it and kind of make it how I want. Yeah. And then see how everything goes from there. Yeah. What's one of the first things that uh, went viral? Was it a picture or video or do you remember? I want to say it was probably when reels started getting more. Yeah. There was more reels because as everybody knows, a lot of that is in what gets engagement right now as well. Um, And that's, I want to say it was probably one of the ones that took off. Um, And then from there, it's, it's been different from obviously when I first started till now, when I first, my first page, I mean, I grew, I think I almost had 20,000 followers before I got taken down and then starting over I had, I mean, now I have a little bit over 10,000. Um, but it's, it's different. I mean, the traction is different. You kind of have to hit the algorithms per se, yep. and you have to do things, uh, just differently. I mean, you like, you got to play the game. If you want to grow, you got to play the game and you got to kind of keep doing things, keep switching things up and kind of tread lightly in a sense yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. Cause have, do you follow Forge relations on social? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen some of like Ben's new videos coming out? Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> okay. I mean, he's hitting the nail on the head. I mean, yeah. right there. I mean, Ben's he, they all know Ben and Will, they both have been around for long enough to where you can see the trends, you can see the things that are hitting and you can see the points that need to be made as far as trying to grow. I mean, everybody wants to grow. Everyone wants to put out content and have a good time. And it's a matter of what are you doing to be seen? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it can be frustrating. I mean, no, it you, is. You spend, yep. what a couple hours editing a video or a couple days editing a video or even a picture for that matter. And it doesn't do as much engagement or it doesn't get as many likes as views, comments, whatever it is that you're looking for. And I mean, you're just like, wow, I just kind of wasted all this time and I <laughs> didn't do anything. And so it, it's, it can be very frustrating, but it's a matter of, again, putting in or you get out what you put in yep. for one and for two it's consistency i mean you keep putting out good content and if you enjoy it as well it's yes not it makes it easier content. yeah exactly i mean it's you're like oh cool whatever nobody liked it but i i had fun i made a cool video yeah yeah 100 well it's funny so like what we're talking about for people listening is uh forge relations put out a team or a video sorry and and their team has been and well but ben started talking about hey like yeah you're shadow band yeah you're complaining about you can't get xyz the problem is your content's also boring and, and things aren't watchable to people you're not tagging companies you're not collaborating right so what is or it's the same as everybody the same and so that is why and and it'll be soon but i have a llama pcc build that's in the process of getting seracode with llamas all over it the stupid rifle that i painted like retro colors from the 80s like that went (laughs) viral right so the more outlandish that you can do on in terms of your content um the more fun it can be and like the more educational even some of the builds i mean go crazy i mean we all got into i mean it kind of has following the car scene too as well. I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's tons of car builds that you've seen people do. And you're like, why in the hell would you do that? Or mm-hmm. what, what are you thinking? And it's just a matter of, you know what, that's that person likes and that's what they went with. And that's why they spent their time and money and effort into doing something that they want. And it's the same thing for the gun industry. I mean, yep. is this, is a lime green gun cool to some people? Sure. Is it, and you know, is it popular? Maybe not so much. But you think about some of these, like, look at the Yeet Cannon. Everyone, I hates know, I want one. Everybody no, I want one. one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want. I mean, the more absurd, the better. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's things that it's just like, why do I want this? It's because you do, and that's the also what goes back into like we were talking about style, yeah. having the style, having the, not necessarily not the knack, but just think, doing what you want. I mean, that's the best thing, the best uh, part about this industry is you can absolutely do what you want. Just because some people don't like it doesn't mean others aren't. Yep. 
Yeah, 100%. Um, and I was going to say, too, with that is, like, my growth has been super slow. But every day lately, it's been, like, five to six more followers. So it's just, like, the little little bit that I away. grow. Yeah. Girl, you've been crushing it. I've been seeing every, I've been following you on Instagram and stuff like that as well. And it's, I mean, you're doing big things. And, again, it might not be as big as some, but it's yeah. baby steps to get you in the right direction and make those relationships, build those relationships, and kind of see what the next steps are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still am angry at shadow ban this cause it's been a year for me. It's been a oh, long sure. time like since day sure. one, but sure. yeah, if you just keep chipping away, I just leave all of the stuff as shadow ban. I don't delete it. Yeah. It's like, whatever. But when I show up to an event, I was going to say to inspire people is like, when I show up at an event, I leave with 10 more followers. When I go here, Absolutely. I leave with more. When I tag Absolutely. people more, it's like, whether it's followers, lifelong friends, like I was saying, um, or even people that are close to you. I mean, yeah, I can't tell you how many people I've met at different um events that they're like oh yeah i'm in colorado i'm like seriously where and then you literally just grow from there i mean sean's down in the springs he's not far uh we like shooting um there's a couple different people that are down like in different areas but it's like we all get together and i mean we we wouldn't have known people are in our same neighborhood essentially (laughs) or same state uh if we didn't go to these events and it's again meeting like-minded people that want to whether it's train do classes just take simply get content. I mean, which we have to do the oh, yeah. the knife thingy still. The knife. What was Count it? Yeah, that's what we got to do. Count me in. Let's do it. Okay. Um, you know, and all of that has paid off to where people probably don't even know this, but you also own a company where you are running social media for mm-hmm. a bunch of different brands. So, do you want to talk about what, like how did that even come about? Was that on your radar? Like, how did you approach a company no. to do their marketing? No. Like, I want to know. I want to know the story. Again, so it kind of comes back down from leaving the medical field. Um, when my kid was born, pretty much I realized that I was not able to work full time in the medical field and watch the kid and do everything else. I mean, my wife's the breadwinner. And so I was really kind of just, I guess, making ends meet and doing something I love doing, which is working, um, doing medicine. Um, and then when the kid ended up coming into the picture, I was like, you know what? What can I do to better help my family? It, like, uh, for example, just watching the kids simply. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, getting paid to do stuff at home as well, working from home, being able to be there just for whatever it may be is what fueled my passion to kind of leave the medical field and go into the firearms industry full time. And in light of that as well, um, being an influencer, people sending out firearms for reviews, T and E and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I feel like it's more professional if I just get my FFL SOT and then go that route, make it easier. They can just send it straight to me versus having to deal with, what I deal with, go to two different places to get my suppressors. And my exactly, exactly. I mean, <laughs> oh, they no. just literally show up at your door and you can go from there, whether in suppressors as well. Um, it gives the ability to be able to photograph stuff, do uh, T&E, do reviews, do oh. comparison videos. Let's let's clarify for people that you said three times, four times now, which they don't know. T&E means testing and evaluation. Right. So yes. believe it or not. Not all of these guns we get to keep. They are on loan. I was so sad with the Legion weapon uh, system oh, yeah. pistol. Was like, sweet. I had it for like five days and like had to ship it back. And I was like, no. I didn't. I, so there, at that time when I had it as well, um, it rained pretty much the whole yep. entire time Same. nonstop. Got and one day like, with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I had one range one day. day. And when I sent it back, they were like, did you even shoot this thing? I was like, man, I shot that thing as much as I could. And I was like, every single time I tried to go out, it was either raining like crazy and don't get me wrong, you can go to have a range day in the rain, but it doesn't yeah. make for as Fun. good of content, especially when you're getting it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit hard, especially with the wind blowing and every, the whole nine yards. So I said, you know what? 
I got with it as best as I could, and I ran it the most, or as much as I could. And pretty much, they said if they wanted to do it again, then to let, let them uh, know. So they were just good a matter people. of again being a decent person and saying, "Hey, man, this is what happened," and yeah. being honest. I mean, there's so many times where you're, I know there's a lot of influencers out there, or even people that aren't influencers that just get a, are looking for free stuff, and they just don't want to put out the work and the effort into it, and that's where things kind of benefit one way and not the other. Yeah, I guess per se. Yep. Okay, but we all have topics. Sorry, but uh, no, you're your SOT FFL, you get stuff sent. It's easier for sure, especially on the suppressor side. Is like I'm lucky too, where my SOT is has a range. They allow you yep, to yep. even shoot on the back of the property, so you can go and bring whatever guns you want. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, that's have a, a conjugal a visit. Benefit. Yeah, I mean they also. Yeah, have a, I mean, I did conjugal visits for a while. Yeah. 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 And I mean, so, I even just finished, had to finish uh, form three, a few of them over to my SOT that I've been waiting on. And it's just a matter of yep. sitting up, hurry up and wait. I mean, I pretty much was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. What can I do to, like, again, be more professional? And yeah. being able to provide that shows that you, one, jump through the hoops. And two, you're more than willing to put forth the effort to make things easier for everybody as a whole. Yeah. And obviously, you're dedicated into making content and kind of putting out uh, a good, review for something for sure for sure so like okay i go we we are still in off topic not really but <laughs> uh how did like the very first contract come about with doing social media doing marketing like and then like who do you work with because i think a lot of people think that that just happens overnight but it doesn't so i kind of want you to finish that thought process so actually the first relationship that i even came out with with running social media was ic13 um they do a minimal minimalistic chess rig um mm -hmm. they Pretty much, you can kit it out however you see fit. I mean, there's you can use it for long range stuff. You can use it for your EDC. Um, the Bandolier is their biggest, I guess, product that a lot of people have seen. They also have a couple other products like the mount up system and some AR masks. So when you go to paint your rifle, <laughs> they literally have a mask that you just put on a little uh, rubber, essentially, that you can put on their rifle that where you can mask off all the different spots that you don't want your paint. Oh. Um, but I had used their chest rig for years um i mean it was one of the first chest rigs that i pretty much bought and i was like oh you know what this is actually pretty cool i used it for my scorpion and some of my other pccs that i have are pistol caliber carbines and um it from that from there the relationship grew to the point of um, the owner reaching out and saying hey man i like your content i hate social media would you be interested in doing this for me <laughs> and i was like yeah i mean i'm honored you even asked and then that relationship kind of just again continued to grow from there um, and I had been using their products for years prior. I mean, yeah. I had no idea who the owner of the company was or anything of that sort. I just knew that it was a good product and I, I uh, supported it from the get go. And then again, that's another thing that I try to take, or I guess, take pride in when I work with some of these other companies is that if I wouldn't run it myself, then I'm yep. really not going to. It's really hard to promote it or, yeah, or it shines exactly. through if you yep. continue to promote it and don't believe in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's kind of like the truth comes out essentially like with everything um it's a you're pretty much putting you're trying to convince yourself why you like something when you know you don't from the get-go yeah um and I, there's certain companies that i turn down just because it's something that doesn't really align with me which again kind of goes into the events and the, the uh, networking and stuff just because it doesn't align with me doesn't mean i don't know somebody that it could very well align with their um ideologies and just the way they do things and or even the gear that they have uh, everyone's different. You do a lot of three gun stuff. I do. I would say I do a lot of more EDC stuff and training, which I need to get more into the three gun stuff like you and start competing. But again, it's everybody's different. I mean, everybody has their own thing. Everybody has their own um, style and their own 
hobby with what they do. It's just a matter of being able to provide good stuff for the masses as a whole. If somebody comes to you and asks you a bunch of questions, are you going to be able to answer those questions to your best ability? Or are you going to kind of blow smoke up their butt and be like, oh yeah, this is great. This is great. This is great. But then you talk to everybody else and you're like, this is horrible. Right. So right. it's, again, just being transparent in the market. I mean, there's a tons of different stuff on the market and just saying, hey man, look, I don't think I'm going to use this. Yep. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So the social media side and the business side kind of came accidentally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was something that I realized that I could do, um, on the side. Again, I was, uh, I did this for the past 10 years prior, just kind of doing stuff on the side, making, doing contracts with like, uh, getting content. So whether it was a couple videos, couple reels, couple pictures, whatever it was to help the brand share this, share either your content, get pictures yeah, and get content so people can see it as well as showcase their, whether it was a new product or it's an old product that they're just trying to kind of get more exposure with, uh, whatever it may be. Um, and then I was pretty much, like I said, I was like, well, if I can do this full time, what can I, what else can I, how else can I grow and what else can I do to support the 2A industry and get more stuff in people's hands and be able to be an advocate for people that don't have the access to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's been like the content creation. You find it fun. Do you actually run a real camera, like real, real camera, not phone camera? Are you nope. serious? Mm -hmm. What? I've been, I've been looking at it for the past couple of years since kind of <laughs> got more serious into the industry. And I mean, I've, I've had people actually say, Oh, wait, what kind of camera do you use? And I just said my phone, like, no, you don't. And it's, I mean, the <laughs> biggest turnoff for me from getting a camera into using your phone is the ease of uh, downloading. Cause like, I'm going to have a GoPro. I have uh, some drones. I have a couple other things and it's just one more step. Now you have to pull the SD card. You have to take that SD card. You have to take the data from there. You have to put that on your, whether it's your computer, your phone or whatever it is, then you have to put it into your editing software. I can just edit it from my phone and I'm like, Hey, uh, that's easy for me. <laughs> uh, are you using Snapseed? I am not. I have in the past. Yes. Okay. What do you I use have for photo past. editing on your phone? Yeah. Um, for photo editing, I use Lightroom. On your phone. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I use like, I, I have it on my computer as well, but again, it's just one more step that I have to take. If I'm going to be at my computer all day or I'm doing something on the computer, I'll, I can, I'll edit some video or pictures and videos and stuff, but typically it's just on my phone. Holy it's cow. right at your hand, especially even at like events. So events say you go to a range day or something, you can easily take the content from your phone, do your, do a quick video edit and you can upload it literally on your way home from the range. Don't do that. Versus don't do that. <laughs> no, yeah, don't do that while driving. No, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's literally that much easier. And I just I feel like getting a camera is just gonna make more steps. But I am looking at getting a camera here down the line. It's just a matter of what the following the trends and kind of keeping up with everything. Because eventually, your camera is not gonna be able to, or your phone camera is not gonna be able to do everything your camera can. And you can oh, tell the quality. I mean, the more you get into things, you can tell what looks good i mean it can look good but it's there's still things that are different there's more detail more high quality imagery and stuff like that that you don't get in your phone camera than you do from like an actual camera camera the slow-mo on the camera on phones are just garbage the slow-mo oh, on trash. cameras trash. yeah it's just that's the game changer too oh or even God. speeding up like going back and forth like going from slow-mo to regular or regular to slow-mo whatever it is or even just looking at pictures genuine i mean you can literally oh, zoom yeah. in on some pictures completely to where you're really literally like reading somebody's name tag and then yep. you look at a phone camera and it's blurry <laughs> pixelated you can't see anything 
You'll have to let me know when you get your camera. But I, that is that is a good testament to that um, the excuses are out the window because I, I do agree. It's like anybody in the country, in the world that has a phone of any kind can do any of the same stuff, period. Absolutely. It's not in hard. And any again, industry. it's where it comes into doing the mouth cam. I mean, it's something simple as like, huh, how do I get when a different you, view of this? When you go to the dentist, <laughs> do you tell them, hey, can we look at my front teeth? <laughs> Just got to make sure nothing's chipped. I want to make sure everything's good to go because I got something to hold. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> and it's it's just having fun too. It's like yep. if you actually saw somebody on the range doing that, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. What is going on over there? <laughs> so yeah. it's again just making things simple and just not just having a good time with it. Yeah, no, 100 percent I think you do that well. Um what's a goal that you have that you haven't hit yet that's kind of on your your list of things to do? Hmm. <laughs> Get back into competition shooting. Okay. Um, I think a lot of them, I, I think it really depends on different things. I mean, obviously with the kid, um, yeah. I say getting into competition shooting, um, but it would probably be getting back on the horse and taking more classes. Um, I used to take at least three to four classes a year mm-hmm. um, just to kind of spruce up on skills. And just because you take one class multiple times from one instructor or the same class from different instructors, whether it's like a pistol and rifle course or vehicle course, whatever it is, you take little nuggets away from every single instructor. Mm-hmm. You find one thing that clicks or they explain it different or whatever it is. And you're just like, huh, okay. <laughs> and then you take that little nugget and you kind of put it in your, your uh, happy meal, if you will. And then you put those all together. And that's how you make your, I guess, training regimen, or that's how you kind of present yourself, or that's kind of how you, you run your gun. I mean, there's been countless times where I've found myself doing something, doing something different at right after a class. And it's helped me in different ways, whether it was get on the gun faster, drawing, uh, staying on target, dot acquisition, whatever it is. And it's just like, there's little things that just hit different, I guess for, and it's different for everybody as well. Yeah. I mean, one, the way one person's explaining something doesn't mean that's for everybody and it could mean absolutely nothing to you. And then somebody else explains the exact same thing, just in different terms. And you're like, huh, Yep. Okay. Yeah. Finding finding the instructor that you resonate with or that really like un- you can learn from because some are visual learners. Some will actually mm-hmm. like teach you how to do something. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I like taking classes. I've got one coming up this fall with uh, Frank Proctor, but that'll be yeah, the, yeah. like pistol performance class. Great so guy. He's, been, yep. he's awesome. He's been really sweet. It's just been zero time. So if I can get one class a year, like that's kind of my exactly that's what exactly. i exactly yeah yep and it's you'll you'll start putting your eggs into more the all in one basket for what you're looking for so like yeah. for example i i kind of i guess i took down that road a couple of years ago as far as training just because i felt like I, i've had my concealed carry since i was 21 that was one of the things that i got Same. instead of going Same. to bars yep and um i just wanted to take it to the next step and so i kind of got into competition shooting shortly after i got my concealed carry and i felt like that could be a good avenue for specific things, but I wanted to do more like the the tactical side of things. Like I wanted to do more EDC. I mean, I don't run around with a gun belt all the time. So it's like more low profile stuff, more um, stuff that's uh, pretty much related to your everyday lifestyle, which I say that very gingerly <laughs> because you're not going to use your gun every single day. And I mean, yeah. honestly, you're going to probably use more medical training than you would any other time in your day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, but it was something that I, like I said, I felt like I carried a gun every single day. So I wanted to know how to use it properly. Um, two, I wanted to be able to know how I did under pressure. I mean, how it, 
what you do at the st at a static range is completely different when you have a lot of dynamic situations going on all at once, whether it's loved ones around you that you have to take care of or, or protect, um, friends, whatever, even people that you have no idea who they are, but you're going to try to make a difference to make this outcome better. Um, yeah. it's just a diff there's different scenarios, different ways of doing things. And I just felt like I wanted to try to do, be the best that I could. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, let's dive down into the weeds for people that are more advanced, like carry a gun every day. What yeah. are some non belt loop? Maybe you don't do this non belt loop ways that you've carried a gun. Bags off body care. So I rock a fanny pack. Me too. Hell yeah. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> He's going to go get it. I just did a ladies class and brought a 5'11 like fanny pack and I love it. And it's got Velcro holster, Velcro mag pouch. Um, I wanna, I'm curious about that brand, but a straight up oh, yeah. this old, older lady was like, oh, I would rock a fanny pack. And I was like, and you bet there's a gun in there. Absolutely. I mean, fanny packs are coming back. Short shorts are coming back. The whole nine yards. I think you Everything. think short shorts are coming back, but they're not. They never left. Hoochie Daddy shorts. Hoochie Daddy season is in full effect. Okay, show me this uh, fanny pack you got. So, I mean, this one is the VanQuest Dendrite. It's the large version that they have. I think they, the smaller version is like, I think, half of this. But, I mean, I've ran this at least five years, six years. Wow. Um, it's big enough to hold a full-size gun. So, I, I just have the Vertex, uh, it's the, I think it's the MHP just their little velcro holster that you can pretty much size for whatever gun that you're running mm -hmm. um so then that sits in the back here you have little uh cummerbunds i guess per se little slots to put things if you wanted to um i carry the tourniquet kind of like as soon as you open it up and then this pouch here is literally just a, a full-on eye pack i mean i've got my compressed gauze i've got chest seal i've got uh quick clock gauze i've got compression bandage, uh, trauma shears. And then in the front, got some snacks, <laughs> some doggy bags, got an NPA, chapstick. Yeah, really. A man's purse. I like it. Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. You got to have snacks though. So, I mean, that's very much important. That's awesome. And then um, you got to pick up the dog's poop. Don't be like that. No. Yeah. Those people suck. I even have dog bags for a dog. I no longer have, but they live in yeah. my truck. So that's where they are. Like come in great handy. Yeah. For your own. No. Socks um, get wet. You know, you gotta put your socks in the bag. You can't be walking around with wet socks. Yuck. Ooh. Uh okay, let's talk about some belts. Um, I love the next belt. That's my EDC. Like that's my daily. I mean, it's just yeah. So I, I've ran so when I first kind of started getting into concealed carry, um, I ran like your cobra buckles. So I think my first belt that I got was from Snake Eater Tactical. Um that last line of defense, Mike, he actually uh, requested or referred to me and I liked it. I mean, I, I still actually have that belt to this day. Um, but I felt like, ne so my biggest thing was I hate having to take off the buckle. That was my biggest thing with Cobras is you have to take off one buckle to feed it through it. I mean, granted there are some solutions to that, that have the smaller female, I think it's the smaller female part sure. or smaller male part. Whatever. I don't ever know the difference between those two. And I have the yeah, exactly, yeah. system and I'm like, whatever, this has the forkies and this is the, whatever. I need this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I like them. Like I said, I still have, I think probably have at least four or five of them upstairs that I've had just over the years. But then when next belts came around with the ratcheting system, I mean, that's been a game changer ever since. I mean, you eat too much food, you hit the stretch or hit the switch and unbutton it a little bit. You eat Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, you, everyone eats too much food. It happens all the time. And I'm like, 
Oh man, it's getting a little tight in here. You I've gotta... honestly done that and I hate myself for that. But oh, that's absolutely. Like, that's exactly oh, right. Yeah. And, and it is nice that like I'll loosen it up, get the gun on, and then you can tighten it down. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And say, for example, you're still sitting. Say you're sitting <laughs> with everybody just talking after dinner and whatnot. It's like when you actually get up, you it's there's a, it's not like a hold on guys, let me fix everything. You literally push yeah. it together and you're good to go. It's yeah. a, really a no brainer. And then I also have used it with shorts. I mean, I wear gym shorts a lot all the time and you just throw that on underneath, tie up your gym shorts and you're good to go. That's awesome. Um, granted, it's uh, is it in belt loops? No, but it still is one way to carry your gun without yeah. having to deal with pants or anything like that. And especially if it's, you're just going to the grocery store, who cares? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's still a solid platform to where you can draw an appendix, index, whatever it is that you need to do and still have that level of comfort or level of protection, whatever, however, which way you want to go with it. Yeah. Um, what are some holster brand like recommendations that you've worked with, that you've reviewed, that you've tried? Because I know having you on here, I just want to talk through some of those. Yeah. yeah. Grayman Solutions has pretty much been the, the biggest one that I go through a lot um, as far as any of my holsters, whether it's IWB, uh, OWB, which outside the waistband, inside the waistband, um, even some of the um, holsters, like as far as like off-body carries, like uh, the uh, fanny packs. I have a couple other fanny packs and designs that are kind of like more geared towards I guess not being able to carry on your body for some odd reason whether it's like you're just day-to-day activities or you're on the, the water or whatever it is um is Grayman Solutions has been the one that I go to um and then outside of that is tier one concealed mm-hmm. um their MSP is by far one of the best holsters that I've ran I mean just being able to use one holster for multiple different firearms it's a no-brainer at that yeah. point I mean I've got a bucket of <laughs> bucket of holsters Thank from that, like yeah everybody does I mean when you start getting into it you find what you like you find what you don't like you find what somebody recommends to you and you're like wow this is trash but you have to live and you learn you go through it and you find what works best for you um the tier that like I said the MSP is awesome it works in the x300s the mod lights anything you can pretty much if there's one specific light that you run for each firearm right Right. That's what, that's what Filster does too. Their floodlight holster. Yep. You yep. It, the, For people listening, the retention is not on the model gun. It's on the model light. So that way exactly. you can exactly. change guns, but it's retentioning down on a light. And then Grayman Solutions. I mean, with that, you can literally customize everything. So you can have different prints. Um, sure. You can have. Because it has uh, to be it, custom. It has to be. Yeah. You got to have style with it. Come on. I did now. do a T-Rex arms and look at this like completely teal. I, I have, so I have those one of the other, those are the next one. So, I mean, as everybody rocks the sidecar, yeah. I am one to not, I'm one of those odd ducks. So I, I know I did the claw, run. but it's just the clip and the claw. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I typically run a, sp- a separate mag caddy. Um, the reason yeah. being is because I can cant it to where it fits. It's just fits better. And I can move yeah. around better than it is with an actual sidecar, which T-Rex arms, I do have their sidecars as well. Yeah. I mean, they're one of the, I think the first company that even came out with the sidecars. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I have a Gen 1 sidecar, the one where it's yeah, not yeah. with the the pin and stuff. I, and have, I think I have one over there that's literally like, looks like two pieces of Kydex. Correct, yes. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what it was. And then they came yeah. out with all the fancier stuff and the new stuff, which again, it's, you find but, what works for you. The dowel system is intriguing. So for people listening, mm-hmm. the new sidecar has a dowel system that you can swap and do just a clip. You could do the mag carry. You could do actually a holder for a tourniquet. You could do a rifle mag pouch. I mean, it's really kind of, you make it what you want it. Yeah, exactly. You can, Like I said, you find what works for you. And if you yep. need some of those features, by all means, run it. Yep. It's one of the biggest things about this industry is there's so many different things, products, new things, old things 
-hmm. you find what works for you, you run it. And until you find something better, you keep doing what you're doing. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer to it. And one of the, again, one of the biggest things about the firearms industry is people saying, Oh no, this is how I've done it for years. This is what you need to do. You need to do it this way. (laughs) Why? Nope. Yeah. Again, I refer back to medicine. I mean, there's tons of different ways to do one single thing to, you have a goal at hand. You need to make sure that this goal is done and taken care of, but in a safe manner. Hey, some person found out how to do it a little bit faster and they did X, Y, and Z. Yep. Okay. I'm going to try it. Doesn't work for me. Okay. So I'm going to keep it moving. Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it's not about what's right. It's about what's work works best for you. Yeah. That's why I wanted to talk about some of the options where you on body off body. I don't, I'm pretty partial now to the next belt just because that is the belt that works. Right. Next belt is what I I had. Again, I think I, when I went to next belt, I had multiple different ones. I mean, yeah, yeah. I had one for that. I used when I, uh, when I got married. Uh, so it's a leather one. I've got one that I use every day. I've got a few different colors of the ones that I use every day. <laughs> Same. It has style. Gotta have style. I know I have the Odie green, the yeah. Odie brown, green, the tan, black. black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gone Absolutely. all over the place. It's like, and why? I, I just need one. <laughs> yeah. The buckles. Oh, don't get me started on the buckles. I now have a yeah. custom buckle. Yeah. It's gone down the deep end, but Again, yeah, I think about what works for you and again there's different companies i think there's what it's there's core solutions or core Core, yeah they're another ratcheting belt and i want to say there's one other one um but you find what works for you and you keep going with it yeah i can't think of the other Mm, i know those two for sure yeah it'll, it'll come to me um okay so carry and then carry guns oh my god yours are bougie as crap so oh yeah like i said you gotta have style you gotta do like you got to customize it. I mean, I personally believe that if you're not running a red dot, yeah. you're you're yeah. in the past. I yeah. mean, yeah. It's if you're like, "Oh, you don't need that. I can I can do it." Yeah, but you can also do it faster with a red dot. Yeah, no. Yes, I, iron sights are fine. Yes, ha- <laughs> knowing iron sights is obviously a good foundation to have and everything like that, but once you get your foundations down and you're you realize how much faster a dot is, it's just going to excel your for sure. Uh, success at that point. I mean, it's a no brainer. And then obviously going into like the recoils, like stippling, porting the whole nine yards. I mean, you can go in it as deep as you want. It's just like cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a expensive hobby. Um, yeah. If you had to pick one though, pick one gun out of your whole collection, period. That's the gun that you get for the rest of your life. What are you going with? So it'd have to be a toss up between the LTT. So my Beretta, my Langdon tactical Beretta or the CZP01 from Impact Machine. Okay. It's money. To say the least, money. If you have not gotten your P01 done yet by Impact Machine, definitely get it done. And then obviously the Langman Tactical, if you have a Beretta and it's not done by Langman Tactical, you don't know what you're missing. Plus <laughs> two things. I mean, again, you're going kind of the top of the line with that. Sure. But I mean, they, the work that is, can be done to an already great platform is yeah. Yeah. insane it makes the world of a difference night and day absolutely 100 percent. yeah for sure people um, say oh porting is porting doesn't work or porting doesn't it, you're gonna who lose says that who says that that's retarded that's kind of what i said i said and let me just put this in your hand you shoot it you yeah tell me what you think. yeah okay guys porting does work is every open shooter on planet Earth. Port every, <laughs> port all the things yeah everything <laughs> <laughs> um, it will put you in open class though if you do that <laughs> just fyi <laughs> yes yeah so depending yeah. on what you're trying to do yeah. but, uh, <laughs> it. 
100 um okay you also work i want to talk about jmac custom dude you work with them which have some bougie nice beautiful stuff um i don't know if you can talk about some of the stuff that's coming out or what's new uh yeah bougie to a t i mean they what gucci they're what's i mean look at the logo the, they kind of implemented the gucci t logo and the gucci the retro gucci logo if you will mm-hmm. um but i mean they're doing everything that you can think of as far as innovation um Pretty much, obviously, AK platforms is one of their biggest things. They also do AR stuff. Um, they also do like a lot of odd firearms as well. So like the OGs, the uh, FALs, the mini barrels. I mean, they want to change the game. Yeah. Is essentially what they're doing. Um, we've got new products coming out every Friday. Um, with that, obviously, big restocks that come out uh, at least every other every Friday or every other. And I mean, they're just trying to stay at the forefront of innovation. At, the, yeah. at its finest. I mean, they find a knack or they find a, a spot that needs improvement. They do endless T&E um, and they pretty much do it until they can find out what works best. And then once they do, then they run with it. And that now you see the products that you see today coming from JMAC. December 5th? I think it's the 5th. Okay, I challenge you to be ready and somehow be on a flight and get South Carolina to shoot Winter Motherland AK match because that's what oh, I think if you sweet. didn't huh i said now that would be sweet no for real so i think i think your your my challenge to you is for competition is to get content and shoot a jmax somewhere ak and just shoot an ak match i'll be there for sure i'll pick you up from the airport if i need to but yeah that i like your style i like it challenge (laughs) accepted um that is a cool environment so I like what JMac's doing because, like, um, I even I just got the Gen 12. I've been shooting. They've got the JMac mm-hmm. muzzle brake on that two port brake. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, a lot of the accessories are also like functional, so they are designed yeah, to be 100%. race guns. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the AK they're very is- Gucci, very bougie and stuff, but their yeah. the function is just yeah. flawless. I mean, you look at their hand guards. I mean, it increases accuracy by the free float design. I mean, you look right. at their muzzle devices. They've gotten more muzzle devices than I think almost any company out there, even if they make suppressors. I mean, they make uh, muzzle devices that work with your, some of your popular suppressors and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just a matter of, again, being at the forefront of the innovation throughout the industry and being the first ones to do it. Yeah. Are these AK matches, by the way, you can run suppress. Oh, okay. Okay. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> really fun. I like that. <laughs> it's really fun. I got... I only have one suppressor left in jail now. All of them are out. So we, we have things to work with. Yeah, that took that's always a sweet eight sound. months. Right? I know they can get long, but it's worth it, it in is. the long run. Everybody asks, or not everybody, but a lot of people ask like, oh, should I get a suppressor? Should I do this? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. And once you buy one, you're going to buy more. I mean, is Product the weight long? example, right? This is yeah. dumb, dumb bitch. I mean, the weight is long, yes, but I try to tell them you just kind of pay for it and then forget about it. Yep. And then yep. when and it then comes Christmas. in, you're happy. yeah, exactly. Every day is Christmas. I got like two, I think, within three days of each other. I mean, I did all of them yeah. kind of similar time, but it was so funny because I had zero in 2022, zero mm-hmm. suppressors. I can't quick. tell you oh. how many. I think I'm in double digits. <laughs> it happens quick. I mean, SBRs, suppressors, once you realize how easy it is to do it, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're paying for it regardless. You yeah. pay the tax stamp unless you have an SOT or FFL, but right. it's, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, now no, you it's keep exactly. quiet. Now you, I mean, uh, so you go to a long range day with your friends and, or even just by yourself and you're at the range all day. It can get tiring shooting some of these, I mean, five, five, six, not a big caliber, but sure. you're just shooting in general. I mean, that is a, 
blast or an explosion going off right next to your face every single time. So it's like having a suppressor and you gets just gets more comfortable. It's really fun. I hate wearing hearing protection now at PRS matches because I'm shooting suppressed, but everyone else has muzzle brakes and I'm like, can yeah, we can all down over there? Like, geez. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to shoot in peace. It's so fun. No. Yeah. So that, that's been a good adventure. I think and a, and a rabbit hole to get down to. So, yeah, <laughs> it, definitely do it. I mean, Again, you're sitting here waiting. It's, oh, well, what if I do this? What if I no? Just do it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You wait. If you do it now, one nine, eight months, seven months, nine months down the road, and you're like, oh wait, I did pay for that, and they, <laughs> you get that call saying, hey, your suppressor's ready. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, <laughs> and then game over. It's a good day. Yeah. Um, what's the coolest thing or the, the your favorite experience or memory that you've had working in this industry? And you get to pick one. Shooting out of a helicopter. And, was no, that okay. at the Gundys? And, uh, I've done it multiple times, um, but I want to say beyond that even, because that's some, that's a huge cool factor, networking with all the cool people yep. in the industry is one of my biggest things. Um, yep. Yes, I mean, you can shoot guns every day. You can kind of do different things every day. You can, I don't want to say you can shoot out of a helicopter every day, but networking with like-minded people will get you to that point where you can shoot out of a helicopter. Um <laughs> But it's just being able to build these relationships. I mean, that right there alone, because that's something that I can take with me forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I say, God forbid, I pass away tomorrow. At least I will know that I had these relationships with these people. I did what I love doing and I had a good time doing it. And that you can't get back. Yeah. I mean, some of these other um, instances or uh, experiences, you can do more, more times, but you can never re-meet somebody else again and kind of have that spark of the same uh, what do you want? The same interests um, and just being able to build that life again, lifelong relationship. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and I, that's, I think one of the biggest things that I love about this industry and about that I can kind of say, Hey, you know what? This is why I continue to do it every single day. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy to have friends all over the country that yeah, you absolutely. Go up at the door and they'd welcome you in and hand you a gun while you're in town. If you need yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's been times a lot of the people that I know, they, they do travel a lot, obviously, whether it's for work or whatever um, aspect they do outside of um, the firearms industry. And it's like if they're ever in Colorado or I see a picture of them somewhere, I'm like, hey, that's my what are you doing here? And mm -hmm. so you get together quick. I mean, very impromptu, but it's a matter of keeping maintaining that relationship, checking in with everybody. I mean, yeah. as things get interesting over the years or have gotten interesting, it's having a support system and having that system to be able to check in with everybody is huge. I mean, yep. even somebody you haven't talked to in a long, or even family. I mean, you haven't talked no. to them in a while. You're like, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to check in. You got a gut feeling or gut urge or whatever you check in and you could have made that person's day and you could tenfold do what you could only do at your, like just by meeting that person in like face to face kind of right. thing. And it's, it's something that I will always cherish and always uh, stand behind with this industry. I love that. Okay, you gave like a serious sentimental. <laughs> which is I mean, it's true. I like yeah. I said, it, we can I do all these things every day, and like, there's a lot of people that do it more than us. I mean, shoot, yeah. you look at some of the, the TTI guys. I mean, you look at some of these people that like Brandon Herrera. You look at um, the, some of these bigger influencers, Nick Pewview. I mean, they're doing stuff that people dream about doing. But then we can talk to some of these people, whether it's on a regular basis or see them at events or whatever it is, yep. and people just think that's like they're i mean granted i guess they're in now today's world i would say they're kind of like movie stars um <laughs> I, but it's, I uh did the cover for brandon on skill set magazine and and we go out there and like yeah 
so and it's so funny because they're like oh my god you got to hang out with these people i'm like yes but also they are people like you know he's exactly. just as cool yeah. as you yeah. are to me like it's like well absolutely <laughs> so no, yeah I, they are on a pedestal because they have the views they have the fans and mm-hmm. dude when i was in town with both cody and brandon I think we went to dinner a couple of times and like top golf. And I think I took like six photos of people coming up to them. Be like, can I get a photo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, granted, I get it. I get, it. I mean, it can be awkward at one point or yeah. it can also be very, no, it's, cool. but it's like, it's you know cool. what? At the end of the day, all of us are humble. But it's like, yeah. if I had somebody run up to me and they're like, Oh, something like a boss. Oh, I'd, I'd be like, stoked. I'd be stoked. Yeah. Like real me. Yeah. Like you talking to me. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, you took the time and you yeah. were, I, you took the time to say hi and to uh, acknowledge me, but you also take the time out of your day to follow my videos, laugh a little bit. Like that, that means that makes means the world to me more than it does being able to go shoot cool guns every day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, then this question that I wanted to ask on here, <laughs> not even going hit home is I want to know if there's something on your bucket list. It, like an experience that you really want to do that you haven't done yet, whether it's maybe night hunting or maybe it is night uh, hunting from a helicopter. You've never done yeah, one? Hunt. I haven't done one yet. Ooh. I've had uh, opportunities to, but just things didn't line up. And so okay. that's one of the things, whether it's a night hog hunt, helicopter <laughs> hog hunt, whatever hog hunt, I don't I know, care. Right? I'm down. Let's go. The, <laughs> money, the money for a helicopter hunt, I was like, uh, you know, it's gross. Um, they're not cheap. No, but I want to shoot from a helicopter. It's funny. We were, I was, I can't remember what state I was in. I think it was Texas. Could be wrong. But we were on the range for PRS. And mm-hmm. above us, the helicopter was running, shooting hogs in the middle of the day in the farmer That's field. And we're about okay. to shoot the match. And I'm just like, what? You're like, huh. I hope that pig ain't anywhere close to me. Can you pick me up? No, like, I was like, I don't even want to shoot the match. I want to ride in that. Like, <laughs> right? You're like, can I just go up there yeah yeah so okay okay i'm gonna shoot my mask from up here in the sky yeah i'll shoot this gun and then my hits are gonna be animal or take my points off whatever it may be but i'm gonna go up there 100 so okay cool i was wondering if there's something that's that's a big one um i i've been looking at getting back into hunting like elk and stuff like that out here in colorado but it's a lot of people that i've seen that have done hog hunting or that put on the hog hunts themselves it's just a blast yeah that's a a whole different ballgame you were lucky that you're a resident of Colorado uh, uh, to, to do that. Yeah. And then yes, take back. Yes, I walk back everything yes. else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, to well, do I was that. Like, like I said, things are getting interesting. But walk yes, back. There is a lot of good that comes out of being in a, a state like this. Um, we are leaning a little bit more to the other side of things, but yeah. it is a very very cool state to be in there's a lot of different like again like texas uh, i mean even tennessee i mean every state has their own little cool um attributes i guess per se um that you can do and kind of be able to do that some other people can't and that's what brings uh, that's what uh, makes it cool to have when people come to visit and like hey wh- what do we do here like oh you're going to be in town how let me know how long what you want to do what interests you let's get it done we're going to Tennessee Silencer to shoot machine guns the brand shoot a machine gun on top of a humvee drive the humvee <laughs> while eating barbecue and listening to some good country music yeah no they're crushing it dude like they can they're doing night vision classes night vision driving classes like, it's like this t- i i'm yes yeah dude yeah i think i might be in a place that i love i just haven't found a place that loves me back to live there <laughs> it's hard i mean i forever i've fought with loving colorado i mean 
<laughs> the, like I said, the tributes are nice. I, I my family's on the East Coast. Um, my family's all throughout Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, mm-hmm. New York. I think some are trickling down into Florida. Um, but of course. so I'm. I love the East Coast. I mean, it's old, which is really cool for to me for some reason. Um, I love the just the the feel of back east. I, I, I like it a lot. Um, but then Colorado comes around. And I mean, I get the mountains. The yeah. mountains are insane. The hiking is insane. Climbing is insane. Um, yeah. And I mean, the weather's not bad. Yeah. Like, it, it could be worse. It could definitely be worse. You'd be sitting 127 in Arizona or humid, 100% humidity, 90 I, degrees in, in the East Coast. This. Austin, Texas on 100. 109 or 110 whatever that was like triple digits and it was like 40 days of this or something so far and i'm like yeah pass <laughs> yeah nah, pass. i mean don't get me wrong it's hot here but nothing yeah. nothing like that yeah. i mean yeah it's when it's hot it's a it's a heat that you can get away from we'll put it that way i mean it's it's not bad i mean you go inside and you're cool again versus like arizona you stay inside and you're <laughs> that's you're still not even cool <laughs> so it, it's not bad i can't nope. can complain too much Yep, we've digressed. Um, <laughs> okay, we talked about a lot. Is there anything, though, topic or any companies or anything that you want to mention here at the end? Uh, no, no, I mean, again, getting into the customization of firearms and stuff is just a matter of what you're looking for. I mean, there's tons of different companies to go through, um, tons of different quality of work as well. Um, Impact's a good one for a lot of your optic cuts and stuff like that. Um, and then if you're looking at more uh berettas i mean if you're running anything beretta even some of the glocks and stuff langdon tactical does a perfect job um gun cuts are one of the other companies that i run they do a lot of optic cuts they do a lot of customization but more different than everybody else they were trying to build a a name for themselves they even just came out with some uh uh, sig grip modules as well um jmac customs as everybody knows again head of the innovation doing a lot of stuff with ak's ars um a lot of different other platforms that you can see in the future i mean muzzle device uh, thread pitches different things that a lot of other companies aren't um catering to per se yeah. um and then you kind of go into again you're looking at some minimalistic chest rigs ic13 is another great company that's one of the companies that i run their social media as well so if you ever have questions comments concerns you, whether you're direct messaging me on there or on instagram let me know i'm more than happy to point you in the right direction as to kind of what you're looking for or what you need um and then brownells is a huge it's like sam's club yeah, <laughs> it literally Brownells is like Sam's Club or Costco for the gun industry. I mean, they have more things than you can even imagine. I I hop on there randomly looking at stuff, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know they had this. And you start <laughs> going down another rabbit hole. I mean, they literally have anything you can, everything and anything you can think. Of. I can't imagine their SKU management team for Brownells. I'm that good on that. Yeah, no. No, even for JMac. I, I mean, know. JMac is insane. Like I said, a new product every Friday, essentially. No. That's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's um, like to keep then, up with. <laughs> and then you guys look at silencers, look at silencer shop. They make the process stupid easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it's, like I said, a no brainer as far as how many cans am I going to get? Because you're going to get one. You're going to be like, wow, that's easy. Then you start going there, do your SBRs, their full autos, whatever it is. I mean, silencer shop can get you taken care of with that. Awesome. Well, Alan, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for sharing all the fun stuff. Thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, after this podcast, we're going to link up about this AK match. So stay 100%. Tuned. Let's do it. All right, good. All right, listeners, stay tuned next week for an all-new episode. Thanks for listening, and go follow Something Like a Boss on Instagram. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Reticle Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. 
Follow along on social media at Redical Up or 3 Kenzie.